Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched Survivor Island of the Idols uh, episode 11, A Very Simple Plan. Spoilers ahoy if you haven't seen this episode yet and don't want to find out what happens, then stop listening and go watch it. Alright, we start this episode right off the bat with the Loved Ones Challenge. Um, it was really nice that, uh, Jeff offered Nora's sister the opportunity to get closer to the challenge to be able to see better since she is visually impaired. Um, so that was kind of cool. Um, we had pairs who competed in this challenge. I forget what all the teams were, but the team that won was Tommy and Janet. Um, the, the challenge consisted of a bunch of obstacles going, it was like a rope obstacle course where they're tied to a rope and have to go up and under and around things, dig underneath the big barrier. And, um, and then finally at the end, land a single sandbag onto a, uh, little platform thing. So Tommy and Janet win. Um, Tommy has his, uh, Oh, is it, is it, it's his wife or his girlfriend? I'm not, I don't remember. Um, but she is there. Uh, Janet's husband is there. Um, and he has a bright pink shirt to, to give her the news that they have a, a new granddaughter, which is really cool. And then uh, they pick two more people and their loved ones to join them. Uh, Dan, uh, who had his son, 13-year-old's son, the, now the youngest uh, loved one to appear on the show. And Lauren, her husband, and her husband. Um, so I believe I did some quick research. And actually, I have to I had to re-record this <coughs> because the app crashed while I was in the other app um, looking this up. But um, the previous youngest to appear uh, in a loved one's challenge, at least in person at one of those challenges, was. Um, uh, Shane Powers' son in uh, Survivor Panama, um, he was 14 years old. Uh, from the quick research I did, I think that is his age. Um, so I thought maybe they're they're just erasing that that record from history by saying um, Dan's son is the youngest, but he is in fact um, does is the youngest here. So there you go. Um, Let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, uh, Nora gets, well, Karishma gets really angry as soon as those four and their loved ones leave. Um, and she says, we're going to be a wrecking ball and make wreck it Ralph stuff. I don't remember what she said. Um, so the, the, the folks there on the challenge, they want to target Elaine, I think. <coughs> <coughs> because she's she can actually win stuff um but then they think they they should uh split their votes between elaine and karishma um they call all four of them weirdos uh nora back at camp she goes on a whole rant that was probably only actually five minutes but it was uh, sea legs going on and on everybody else is falling asleep listening to her and uh karishma was happy because it was like I, I really like that she referenced Seinfeld. That was Festivus airing of grievances. That was that's probably my favorite thing about this episode is that she quoted Seinfeld. But anyway, they decide to go on an idol hunt. Elaine finds the idol with uh, some of the information from uh, Karishma that oh it's blue, so they're looking for a blue thing. She puts it in her red net pocket, which is what she calls her her sports bra. 
Um, and then they head off to the immunity challenge. It's an endurance challenge where they have to stand on one foot on a platform. They don't have to like have their other foot up, but their other foot is on top of the other, on their, the foot that's, you know what I mean? I think they're standing on one foot and then their other foot is on top of that foot. Yes. Um, and then they have a, there's a, like a post in, in front of them. <coughs> And uh, they have to hold a ball against that post with a, uh, like, cylindrical, semi-spherical, it's like a, a ellipsoid-type thing with handles on the end. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's like, such a simple task to do, but once it goes wrong, it goes wrong very quickly. Uh, so we had Dean... Uh, eliminated first, followed by Tommy, then Nora, Janet, uh, who actually f- completely fell off of the platform and really messed up her foot. Um, but they they showed a shot of that, but there was no follow up of it. Like, is can she do other stuff? Maybe, maybe that will play into things in the next episode. Um, Karishma, and then Dan, which left Lauren and Elaine duking it out at, at the end. Lauren was super super wobbly, but out of nowhere, Elaine just the the ball just Bloop, drops right out of there, and Lauren wins. So this puts their uh, the Weirdos Alliance um, in a tighter spot. They, their original plan was to go after Lauren, but now their target is Tommy. But meanwhile, the the normal the the normal alliance they're going after Krishma and Elaine. Um, let's see. But, uh, yeah, Nora starts, like, overthinking things. <coughs> Talking to Dean is like, no, maybe we, sh- we should split the vote, right? Because what if they play an island? And Dean's like, no, let's all just vote for Tommy. It's, we'll be fine. And so things go crazy. Yeah, she loses it. She's, like, making war plans, like, charting things out with leaves on the ground and everything. Um She's really, uh, she's really Howard Hughesing it here. I think is that is that the right reference? Is that, is that his name, right? The the Leonardo DiCaprio plays in the Aviator. Is that even the right movie? Um, that they Mr. Burns parody when he's had really long fingernails and all of that was making the the Spruce Goose. Except his, his the par the real thing is called the Spruce Goose. Anyway. I'm trying to say is that Nora is losing her mind and the, she, yeah, they go to, everybody thinks that their plan is like in place. Fine, whatever. <clears throat> but they go to, um, uh, tribal council and Nora just blows it all up in reaction to Dean was saying something to Tommy. Um, and Nora's like, Hey, what, what, what are you doing? And she just spills the beans on everything uh, that the plan was to vote for Tommy. Those four, those three wanted to band together and get Nora in on it and all of that. And uh, that Elaine is going to play her idol. So it's, yeah, it's just massive, massive chaos. Um, and as someone mentions, okay, well, let's, let's vote. I'll vote Nora then. But uh, that isn't the case. Only uh, Karishma... Janet and Dan vote for Nora and uh, all the other five votes, everybody else votes for Karishma. So Karishma is the the next one eliminated. Uh, We're left with seven here on the islands. Um, 
just like two, I think probably like two more episodes. Um, it looks like, <laughs> looks like Nora is losing her mind even more in the preview for next week. Um, we'll see how <laughs> she might get to the end. <clears throat> I don't know. And it looked like Tommy might be turning on, um, on Lauren, but maybe he was talking about somebody else. I don't know. He's saying that they are going to win, so they have to go, um, which could be could be his longest. It, it could be his, his his ally that he's turning on. I don't know. We'll find out next time. So, man, I don't know who I am. I really don't know who I'm rooting for at all. Like it's it's so interesting to watch, and yet. I don't care who wins. I I think I I think I would be the happiest with Janet winning. Um from like just like a personality level of it, but as far as gameplay, I don't think she deserves to win. Um and then everybody else like nothing about this tribal council was intelligent. <laughs> There was like no all of this drama and it wasn't part of like a ruse or anything. And like Boston Rob said in their little hideaway there, like all of that talking just to vote out Karishma, like what was the like what was the point? Um that could have been accomplished without all of that that drama i guess but i don't maybe with all that drama it was, just, it was like okay well let's just keep it simple then let's make it make let's make this a very simple plan um so dean seems to have gotten his way into the ear of of tommy at least so he this this might have been absolutely genius power play by dean and this could be his way. You know what? I'm I'm rooting for Dean. Screw it. I'm, he's the underdog right now, and he just totally made this thing happen. He did. He he got zero votes here. Nobody even <laughs> mentioned the possibility of voting him out, except Nora was like, "You can't trust him," and all that. <clears throat> so uh, I I could see it like now turning into Nora versus Dean, and whatever that entails. I don't know, but I'm interested to see what happens, and I guess I'm on Team Dean now. So, we'll see where it goes. Um, that's pretty much it. I didn't, uh, yeah, I didn't write any other notes. I, I think I mentioned everything that I wanted to. Um, and I'm looking forward to see what happens next. So, let me know what you thought about this episode. <sighs> I tweeted me. Like, oh, I don't know. It's going to be, I do not envy this jury at all. Like, like all of the circumstances of the season and everything so far, it's like so weird, awkward, all of that. And I don't know who I would vote for. Like, if, if Janet was in there, I would just vote for her. Even though she does not, I don't, she doesn't deserve it for gameplay at all. Um, I already said that, but, um, like she's the most deserving as a person of winning that prize, but deserving it for gameplay. I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody deserves that right now. Um, 
Like, who's left in this game? You have Janet. You have Dan. He's, like, he's, like... Like, I don't even know how you can... I don't... I, uh, nobody's, like, playing... Like, the gameplay is happening... But it's, like, not successful. Like, it's just, like, happens to be successful for people, but not, like, on purpose. Like, they're, it's not, they're, like, their intentions aren't happening. But they get, things happen, other things happen. I don't know what I'm saying. It doesn't feel like the game, like... It feels like everybody's trying to play the game, but it's all going wrong, and then stuff th- then stuff just has to happen because the game progresses anyway. <coughs> That's basically it, I think. So I don't know. I don't think anybody deserves to be to win based on just gameplay right now. Like the people who were playing the game like really successfully were pulling off some stuff, they then just messed up and then got taken out of the game anyway. So I don't know. I don't know. Unless Dean, like I said, Dean, this whole thing was a huge, huge, sly, slick, successful power play by Dean. In which case, he absolutely, if he, if he knew, if he suspected that what happened here in this vote was going to happen and then it secures him his position, then he absolutely deserves to win based on gameplay. So we'll see what what unfolds. I'm just repeating myself in just like slightly different words now. So uh, let me know what you thought about this episode by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe out there in all the infinite multiverses. And I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.